I would have never thought, like when I was in high school, wanting to be a, a coach, flag football was not even an option. Like I never would have thought that. And then when we started coaching it, it's just amazing, the growth. Hey everyone, welcome to our Football Fridays in Georgia Beyond the Lights podcast. I'm your host, Hannah Gooden. This is our very first episode of our brand new podcast. And the goal is to pull back the curtain and find out what really goes on into making high school sports in Georgia so successful and so special. From head coaches to concession stand workers, I want to find out how the magic is made. The regular season football podcast with John Nelson and I will continue monthly during the off season, and so will this brand new edition. Today's topic is something near and dear to my heart. It is the explosion of girls flag football across the state. It's really remarkable what's happened in the Peach State the last few years with this sport. We went from a pilot program consisting of 19 teams in 2019 to 250 plus schools implementing programs by this year, 2024. This is even reaching the college level now, and opportunities will be limitless for these young ladies so soon, and I cannot wait to see how else it unfolds. I'm honored to bring in our very first guest to talk with me more about this, and let me give her a quick intro first. This head coach has led her team to an undefeated record at 62-0 in program history, has earned three back-to-back-to-back GHSA state championships, and is the most dominant program in any sport in the state of Georgia, Southeast Bullock head coach, Marcy Cochran. Hey coach, how are you today? I'm doing good. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to do this issue today. Did I get that right? 62 and 0? You're right. 62 and 0 is pretty, yeah, it's pretty impressive. It's 62 and 0. Every time we talk, I say a number and afterwards you're like, wait, 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 no, there's a few more wins on there. So <laughs> I'm glad I right. got it right this time. <laughs> So now that the dust has settled after three state championships, what has it been like for you? What has this ride been like? Oh, man, it's been so amazing. Um, I would have never thought it was going to be like this when we started. Um, I knew we had good athletes. I knew we could compete. Um, I never Every year you say, oh, my gosh, we went undefeated. Last year, we won a state title. We did undefeated again. And this year, we're like, are we going to be able to keep this off? And somehow, someway, we ended up 62-0 and 0 and did it again. Um, but it has been amazing. Um, just from that standpoint um, from people recognizing you from all over like our county we go out to eat and my girls are like oh my gosh do y'all have to talk to these people they're like hey you're coach cocker and you know we're like yeah we're coach cocker and you know um it's just crazy just the the fame of just flag football itself is given to us and our students and our athletes it's it's pretty amazing It really is. And I'm so happy we can give you an additional platform here at GPP (laughs) as well. So obviously you have some sort of formula for success now. Can you share with us what works so well for you and your program? Um, I'm going to say the most um, defiant thing that we have is that we are truly a family. Um, we all love each other. We've been to, some of us have been together for a while now because I did coach them in middle school basketball. So I had that connection with them, but just finding that connection with my athletes and being able to just um, hone into what they need and they feel successful and just to know that we actually care about them off the field as much as we do on the field um, and to make a culture that they all enjoy being with each other. They're so fun coming to practice. Um, they, we just, that's just a big key into our success because nobody, they don't care who gets the credit. 
as long as when the game is over, we have one more point than the other team. That's all that mattered. And you can see that in some of our games, especially the state championship game we just played. Um, it was it was um, a little bit tougher for us at the beginning of the game. And they came together and they just you could see that they all loved each other. They loved the game. They just wanted to win so bad. And that's what has helped us be so successful is the team over me aspect that we've created. I played high school volleyball at a very high level and chemistry really is everything. Are there things that you do above and beyond other teams that create even more chemistry? Because high school is unique. You know, every year you've got new students coming in. You've got graduating seniors constantly. So team chemistry is amazing, yes, but you're having to build that year after year after year. So there has to be some other formula to even the team chemistry. And um, we do things um, outside of flag football too. Um, we get involved in some community um, service projects that we do. We did feed the borough. Um, we've helped with flag football rec league um, and all those. We have little, little gatherings outside, just team related um, players. Sometimes the players initiate it. Sometimes the coaches do. Sometimes we're not even invited. They do it on their own. But um, just the little uh, you know things that are off the field that help bring us together. Um, those things help a lot. We also, um, I, I, I'm a Christian, so we do fellowship of Christian athletes and almost our whole team participates. And I, that's a huge reason we're so successful too, because we focus on, um, you know, being an FCA and having that involvement, um, which we do every week. And that helps a lot too, just to all be together and do things together. Oh, yeah, that's so good for team bonding. Well, I have a weird question and I don't, I'm sure you've thought of this. Do you have a plan for if and when you lose? Have you talked to your team about this? Have you talked to the other coaches about this? How are you gonna go about that? Um, you know, we, we at the beginning of this year, we really thought just because, I mean, we're entering the season, I think we were 29 and 0 maybe entering the season. Um, I can't even remember what the number is, but anyways, whatever it was, um, you know, in our first parent meeting, I addressed that with our parents. I said, we're gonna hit adversity. At some point, we have to lose. I mean, you can't continue this streak and continue this streak. And, I, you know, I said, your kids are under a lot of pressure. And when that time comes, if it does come, you know, we've got to be ready for a probably all out. No, no toddler meltdown is probably what's going to happen <laughs> um, because we're so used to winning and they don't want to be the first team to lose. Um, so we've had that discussion. I had it with my parents. We have it with our athletes at the beginning of the season. You know, if that does come, we still have to you know, show our class, you have good sportsmanship and we can deal with it behind closed doors. You can do whatever you want to when we get to the locker room. But until then, we got to hold it together on the field. Um, so we do have those conversations and we do, you know, talk about how it's going to feel when we do lose and how we need to act and present ourselves because we still are representing our school and us, you know. So we do talk about it a little bit just to so say they're prepared. But luckily, it didn't happen this year. So I guess we'll have that speech again next year. <laughs> Absolutely. It is so much pressure. And the last time we talked, you told me that most of your athletes play other sports. They do other things. They excel in their grades. How do they juggle it all and compete at this championship level? Um, you know, luckily for it's been challenging for our girls. Um, one, the, just how to deal with the pressure, because as a teenager, um, and the more we went in, the more publicity we were getting, um, all eyes are on you and people are wanting to beat you and just to hold it together on the field when they're maybe roughing you up or when they're playing, you know, a little opposite in the way they're supposed to be playing, that kind of thing. And then you got to throw in their school 
Um, they got to keep their grades up. A lot of our kids are in honor AP classes. We have a lot of dual enrollment students that actually had to get you know permission to go to the championship game from Georgia Southern because they're dual wow. enrolled. Wow. They're in class that day. So they're having to juggle all that. We have kids on the bus doing homework all the time because they are they are so involved in so many activities. And then we have kids that um, go from softball to flag football to basketball, and then they're fixing their soccer. So they're constantly moving since, you know, middle, mid, actually all year long because we're doing it constantly. So a lot, they have to juggle a lot of things, but it does um, us as coaches help them as well. Um, if they need help with extra things or they need to do, you know, help with time management, we're very good on their side helping them with that. But um, it does teach them a life lesson. They've got to be able to juggle all this and still continue to be successful. So that um, it's a very good lesson that they are teaching them. Um, so yeah, it's it's crazy what they all what they've done. And we do have a lot of kids that do a lot of things and to keep it all on the same page is really hard sometimes, but they do a great job of it. Also, kudos to you for managing all of these girls and, and, and teenage emotions and all the things that are going on. I mean, a lot of this comes down to coaching, too. And I just want to say that you guys have done a phenomenal job. Uh, another topic I want to touch is, is on is the growth of the of the sport. So like I said in the open, 2019 was the pilot year, 19 programs. Did you think there would be over 250 schools participating now? No, I, in fact, you know, when I look back on my coaching career, um, I always wanted to be a basketball coach. That was my true love. I played softball too, but I wanted to coach basketball, which I did until flag football came about and I had to give up basketball because I fell in love with flag. I would have never thought like when I was in high school wanting to be a, a coach, flag football was not even an option. Like I never would have thought that. And then when we started coaching it and, um, you know, it, everything starts growing, you know, we, the GHSA has now gone to four divisions, which is wonderful. Um it's just amazing at the growth and the travel flag or club slash travel mm -hmm. aspect of it that's coming up. Um, like our, a lot of our kids now are playing with FCA on a club sport team. They had a scrimmage last night and it's just amazing to see. Um, I know after last summer, we were, we had um, played some tournaments in the summer and some of my softball players, when we were done, we went out to eat and I, I told their parents, I said, who would have thought we would have been sitting here after a flag football summer game? Normally it's softball or volleyball that they're playing, you know, never thought our kids would have ever got that opportunity to play flag football. And it's such an awesome sport. Um, it's so fun. It's quick pace and you have to think so fast and make adjustments so quick. And it's just really wonderful. And just to see the sport grow is amazing. And it's just, I'm so glad the Falcons got involved and helped you know, promote this and fund it. Um, without them, we probably wouldn't be where we're at just because of that aspect. And just the growth of it is just amazing. Wonderful to see. Yes. Shout out to the Falcons. Absolutely. For all that they've done to springboard this. And yeah, for those who don't know, it was started out as two divisions then three. Now there's four divisions. It is so amazing. So there'll be four state championships. Another game to cover this coming December, but but we'll be able to handle it. Start back from from day one. How were you able to put this program together? What 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 did they how did they pitch you to to coach flag? Like, hey, you're doing your dream of coaching basketball. Come on over here and and start this sport that we know nothing about. What was going through your mind? So um, it all started, I played intramurals at Georgia Southern. Um, and at the time, they were one of the best intramural and still are one of the best intramural programs in the country. And um, my team actually made it all the way. We were um, national champions. So I had a little background in flag football. And um, the AD at the time was Abram Scott at the high school. And I went up to him and I just mentioned, I said, hey, you know, Portal just made a state championship run. They're a little school. 
we have more you know, students to choose from. Um, I really think y'all need to see about trying to add flag football. And that was it. That's all I said to them. And um, I was like, you know, whatever. And next thing I know, um, I'm getting a phone call from Abram Scott saying, hey, we heard, you know, we heard you're the person we need to come coach flag football. And I'm like, okay, well, they basically offered me the job on the spot. And I said, well, I got, hold on. I need to talk to you about some things. We got to figure this out and how it's going to work because sharing athletes is a huge thing in flag football. You have to be able to share mm -hmm. um, basketball, volleyball, softball. We even share cheerleaders. I mean, cross country, wow. all those athletes. And I knew if we were going to be successful at Southeast for our school and the, our um, numbers that we have to share those athletes. And so that was a big thing coming in for me is we're going to have to be able to share. I mean, they work with us to be able to, all the coaches got together and made it work. And that's one thing, one reason we're successful too. Our kids at our school get to play any, you know, flag football and their sport that they love, you know, they fell in love with at a young age. Um, so um, that's where it's sort of how it got started. And lucky for me, I coached at the middle school. And so I knew most of the female athletes that were at the middle school. So I just went up to them and we had that good relationship because of the culture we had built at the middle school for basketball and then softball as well. So I just said, Hey, y'all, y'all need to come play flag football. I'm going to be coaching it. And they're like, Oh, if you're coaching it, we're going to give it a shot. And so that's sort of how we came about. So um, then we added some athletes that I didn't know about um, either one for transfer or two. They didn't play softball or basketball at the middle school and they came about. Um, and next thing we know, we have just the best, the best of the best at Southeast playing flag football. And when you get to choose like that, it makes it a little bit easier to coach. Yeah, it's amazing. So that's sort of how it sort of got started. And then you think of sports like softball and volleyball like I played, and there's so much to learn from. There's already pl coaching plans. There's already strategies and, and the best ways to do it and, and the worst ways to do it. Then you have to come up with a football practice plan, a flag football pla practice plan, right? You have to make this stuff up. I know you played, but you kind of have to make this stuff up from a coaching standpoint. How did all that go down? So I knew that I had to get somebody on my staff that knew a little bit about how to train for football and how to, you know, teach kids how to play football because I just went out there as a college student and we just it was just fine we just played it and we just happened to have good athletes and we just happened to you know could do the minimum so I knew that was gonna be very important to get somebody on that staff and who else do I turn to besides my husband who's a middle school coach who has coached at the high school level but chose to go back to the middle school um and so I'm like hey if we're gonna do this I need you on board and he's like okay I'm all I'm all I'm game I can help you and so he's he does the defense I do the offense and when we first started making game plans um we, it's sort of weird because when we first started, we practiced a little bit in the summer, like two week, like two two week mini camp because we didn't have a team yet. You couldn't try out until September, but you could work in the summer. So we just had to sort of basically taught them the basics of fly football. And believe it or not, we only averaged like twelve people that summer. Um, and then when September came, they all tried out because they were busy doing softball and volleyball, and they're like, "We don't know about flag football. We're just going to try it before we give up our summer." And they fell in love with it. But the game planning was hard, especially at the beginning, because. Um, Back when we first started, you tried out in September and your first game was like in three weeks. Wow. And so you had to teach them everything about flag football. They didn't know anything, you know, like they didn't even know what a down was really. They, you know, you think you like, they don't know what a slant was. You're like running slant. Like, we don't know what that is. I mean, it was like, you know. <laughs> You know, and so we had to teach them all that in a very quick time. And luckily, our girls just fell so much in love with it. And they were so easy to pick up on things. And now we're just at, 
to the point where we're having to go get help too. Like, okay, like we talk to college coaches now, what's the next step? Because our girls can do this, this, and this. Now, what do we need to do? Because we don't know either because we taught them what we knew. And now we're having to reach out and ask these college coaches for help. And so it's a good community of coaches that um, just help each other and willing to give, give away their tricks to help the sport grow and be successful so um but yeah it was crazy at the beginning and you know um when coaches call me and ask me what's the best thing for you to do yeah, i'm like first get somebody that actually knows how the game of football but then you got to tie it into flag football because flag football is the play calling so different than tackle but you can use the same drills to help with footwork and things like that and so that's what we sort of did we sort of tied a little bit of that into what we knew for flag to help our help our girls learn you mentioned the college coaches. So my last question for you, how do you see the future of high school flag football unfolding even more so? Because no one even predicted where we're at now. And and do you think that flag football is going to carry on past Division three in college? Do you think there'll be Division two, Division one? Where do you think the opportunities lie for this sport in the future? Yeah, I mean, like I said, I would have never thought it, you know, my girls – I would be coaching it. They would have scholarships, period. So for that's awesome. I, I really do believe, I believe it's going to grow so much. It's going to go all the way to division one because it's in the Olympics now. It's, um, you know, starting everywhere. They have all these world teams and things like that. And I just really believe division one's eventually going to pick it up. It might take a little while longer than to catch on than it has so quick, you know, the JUCO and NAIA, the division three. But I do eventually think it's going to go all the way to division one. For those of you listening, if you have not watched Southeast Bullet compete, go to our YouTube page, GPB Sports. Watch all three of the state championship games. They are on there. You can also follow us on social media at GPB Sports and visit us, gpb.org slash sports for all the latest football news and information. Marcy, thank you so much for your time. Congratulations on all your success. And I know just like the last two seasons, we'll be talking to you a lot during the offseason and leading up to the beginning of the season this fall. So just just thank you for being so open and honest and, and for the time today. Yeah, thank you for having me. This was a fun conversation and it's, you know, a little different than what we normally do. So it's actually fun to sit here and talk to you just about random things about flag football that people might not know. So it's been awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you. We'll be back with another episode of Football Fridays in Georgia Beyond the Lights, as well as our regular podcast with John Nelson and I in just a few weeks. We're monthly right now. And then, of course, we go weekly as we get closer to the football season. Thank you so much for listening to episode one. I hope you enjoyed it and we'll see you soon.